Monday was a big day. We spent the day moving things from our suburban house down close to where we live here at the farm. And it was a lot of stuff. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles. Approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of March 30th, 2011. You're right about uh, what you just said, Lee, about our, uh, all the stuff that we have accumulated. In fact, that's what we thought we would focus on today in our discussion on the podcast. And you and I have a little different perspective on it, and let's acknowledge that at the outset. Um, we love each other, and I hope this will be a loving conversation, but we clearly represent different points of view. Right. Well, it's not that I like clutter or like just having a lot of stuff, but I have trouble getting rid of something that I think might later have uh, continue to have value, just because most, mostly sentimental value, just because, uh, you know, I, I, I want to keep it around. Just knowing it's in a storage unit somewhere makes me feel better. Uh, so let's start a, by talking a little bit about Monday and yeah. how it went. It mm -hmm. was, um, everything went rel relatively smoothly for uh, moving a house of that size. We A house that we have lived in for 27 and a half for years. For 27 years of our lives and all of the family memories and the stuff that uh, co go with that. We obviously had already moved a good bit of things down here to the farm just to facilitate our normal life down here, but there was a lot left. Yeah, there was. It was amazing. <laughs> and we ended up donating a lot, too, to the Salvation Army. <laughs> we estimate somewhere around $6,000 worth of stuff we have donated to. Well, we already have donated once, Half and we it, have yeah. another pile ready for the Salvation Army to pick up. Yeah. And when you put those two together, uh, in excess of six thousand dollars worth of uh, yeah. of stuff, and it takes a lot of bulk. Yeah, it does. But uh, we we remarked after the basement was cleaned out that if we'd ever been able to get it that clean before, we might have never been looking around to move. But I, I said, well, maybe I'm glad it was cluttered then. And Absolutely. we This worked out for the best. Yeah, but, you know, it wasn't the, the house itself that made us want to move. It, it really was wasn't. The it call was of the, the wild. Of becoming farmers that yeah. uh, really tugged us down here. But it wasn't it fun to see the basement clean up on yeah, Monday. Yeah, it really was. It, it was. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting to see your life get crammed into a storage unit. That's kind of what where we are now. We, in fact, uh, the continuation of the move happened Tuesday when the uh, the movers transported. They had put it in secure lockup overnight and and continued um, the move since it's an out of town move. Um, and so that went very smoothly as well but it's funny uh, talking about storage units and how much stuff we have we started out thinking oh a 10 by 15 uh unit in fact the first one we looked at wasn't even air conditioned it was not climate controlled 10 by 15 just a kind of a dank looking little place i thought but i did not think it was dank it was fine but 
you talked to a couple of the ladies at the church, and it became dank overnight. Well, they said that, especially with a piano and an organ, that it was important to have a climate-controlled unit. So um, I went and looked at a, at a, a building where they have a mixture of climate and non-climate controlled, and we told them we wanted climate controlled. Looked at a 10 by 15, thought, oh, that's probably big enough. Then, I think it was a 10 by 20 is what we ended up getting. Not oh, a 10 tw- by yeah. 20. You're 10 right. By 20. You're right. Uh, 10 by they 20. Had, and we got lucky because they only had one of those, but it was available. I mean, they had, they, I'm sorry, they had more than one avail- one, one, more than one that they own, but only one was available. And it had just become available, I believe. So I grabbed that. And I, when I saw what the movers had done, and after having everything from the, their truck moved into that unit, it filled it to capacity. We could not have made do with a smaller storage unit. Which is uh, a comment on our lives, I guess. Yeah. One of our dear friends, uh, we were recounting for her uh, the trials and tribulations before we filled up the storage unit. And her comment was, I think most everybody's got a storage unit somewhere. I know. That was great. <laughs> So you wonder, somebody's making a lot of money on these little storage units. Yeah, and, they, and they're popping up everywhere, yeah. even around where oh. we live. So, And we certainly hope our use of this one will be short-lived because we have it placed there for a specific purpose, and that is to hold those things that we know we're going to use in the lodge. And the way it's stacked, you haven't seen it yet, but the way it's stacked, I'm telling you, we won't be getting to them until there's a lodge <laughs> they and, or until we're ready to unpack them they're all stacked in there yeah. and uh, b- b- and that's the way the movers were supposed to do it that's the way they do you don't want to have wasted space so um but it's just that uh when i looked at it when they were finished i thought okay i won't be getting to those boxes for a while not until we're ready to pull everything out yeah which is probably the right way to use a storage unit like yeah. that. You're getting yeah. your money's worth when you stack it to the gills right. that way. That's right. But as you pointed out, we have that much stuff after giving away a lot of the things that we thought, oh, I don't need that anymore or I won't use that. Um, and we're also shuttling off and, and putting more things into the storage room that the storage room here at the farm yes. that did not make it into the storage unit. So And let me just add one more little log to the fire here. We have um, most of our books and all of our Christmas stuff at my mother's in her attic. True. She has an attic full of our stuff. So talking about stuff. I I hope it's not an attic full. It's not full, no. um, But but she does have some boxes of the books. Yeah, yeah. So bottom line is we probably at some point need to pare down yet again. And this is after what both of us regard as a fairly significant paring down and purging of things. I certainly was in favor of a more significant purge than we made. Um, And that's probably what, that sets the stage for the conversation. Yeah. Uh, Because going through something like this, we who who already have said we wish to simplify our lives and we don't seem to be doing much simplifying no, right here. No, we're not. Uh, and we will. I, I, I told you this morning, I think, that there were a lot of greeting cards from people that I've saved over the years that I, I thought, you know, I just need to go through and pick out a few selective representative ones and um, 
let the rest go to the recycling or something. Because I don't expect my kids to save every card I send them. Or, um, In fact, my mother saved a few from my childhood, and I've enjoyed looking back at them. But I don't need every single card I ever sent somebody or gave someone. Uh, it's that kind of thing. And yes, there are probably a lot more sets of dishes than I'll ever need or frying pans. But once our children have sorted out where they're going to be living and gone through and said, I want this, I don't want that, I think then I'll be able to go through another paring down process, a significant one. I hope so. I was, I mentioned to you the other day this book, Material World, in which a photographer went around the world taking pictures of a typical family and everything they owned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had, and I've seen those pictures. It's like they would show the family, all the people in it, and then everything was spread out. Away. It wasn't right. in place. It was on display. It was on display out in the open. Right, so you could see everything that they owned. And I'm realizing with a great deal of embarrassment I don't know whether we could ever even accomplish that. What do you how, mean accomplish that? How could we ever get everything we own in one place? <laughs> and certainly, how could we get it into one photograph? Oh, they could probably do a panoramic shot. <laughs> or but maybe... This is just so embarrassing. An aerial shot. <laughs> but no, I, it is. And it makes me think that, well... We are just as guilty as the next family of rampant consumerism. I know that I've been that way over the years. And sometimes you get so busy, you don't go through and get rid of things the way you should. Um, I shouldn't say you. I mean, the indefinite you. I'm talking about me. I'm pointing the finger right toward myself and saying that I have been guilty of just being so caught up in everyday life that I don't take time to decide, now, do I really want to keep that? Do, do I really need to buy that in the first place is probably the question. Our suburban lives were marked by a perception on our part that it was entirely appropriate to purchase a pot, a tool, something that would be used maybe only once every two or three years. And now I'm thinking, do we really need to have that? But, you know, that's a that's a whole different conversation, I yeah. guess. But it, we have gone through and eliminated uh, uh, the one that comes to mind for me is fondue pots. Yeah. We, we gave away two fondue pots. No, this, only one fondue pot. No, it we was two. There, there were two? Were, yeah, there were two fondue pots. Oh, wow. Um, in this most recent round, now if we needed to do fondue, I guess we would just um, borrow one from somebody or try to... Um, do what we needed to do so that we could come up with a fondue pot. But yeah. I'm willing to live with that specter, if you will. I'm if not you big are. into fondue anymore anyway, so it's okay. Um, but, you know, we do have a lot that we we own more than we need to even now. I will, I will grant you that. But let's shift gears and talk a little bit about the mementos that we don't want to get rid of because yes. they remind us of, um, well, not only bring back to memory what we used to say to each other, what somebody said to us that we treasure, uh, photographs, uh, records of what went on in our previous lives. Um, just those are the kinds of things I have trouble letting go of. 
and I don't have any trouble keeping photographs around. Uh, I guess the problem I have is keeping furniture around. We've got a family heirloom chair that's been in your family for years, and we're going to hang on to that chair because it's the man chair, and you just can't do anything with the man chair. We have a single bed that belonged to your great-grandmother. We don't have a need for a single bed, but we can't get rid of it because it was your great-grandmother's bed. I know. I know. That's, that's really the concern I have is we keep these things not because we need them or because they bring us any real joy, but because we feel like we would be betraying the memory of our loved well, ones if in, we... In defense of the bed, let me just speak up. Joe, our son, grew up and uh, that was his bed at home. I mean, he, he used that bed. It's a beautiful sure. Jenny Lynn it bed. It was useful to him as a child. And I keep hoping that maybe it could go to one of our grandchildren. There so. you go. So we're keeping it in case it might be useful at some point. It's a nice bed. Well, what about the, um, you have a, a story you like to tell about the Bible. We have a dear friend um, whose parents were moving and her brother was helping to clean out all of the belongings. And he had this box ready to throw away, or give away, actually, of their belongings. And somebody else went through it and found her Bible that she was given when she was in Sunday school. Well, as a child. And and everybody condemned her brother. Oh, you were about to throw away her Bible. You nasty, terrible, thoughtless person you. And I'm thinking, bless her heart, she had she didn't have any thought of that Bible. She had long since moved on. She probably doesn't use that version of the Bible anymore cuz versions have changed. Right. And now she has this thing she has to keep up with. <laughs> and I felt so strongly about it, we discovered my Sunday school Bible in the process of cleaning out the house. And the first thing I told you is, let's donate it. And sure enough, you were you knew not to pick a fight with me yeah, on that. Yeah, I knew how you felt about that. You weren't going <laughs> because it is so, it's, it's a version of the Bible. It's revised standard or something that you weren't going to read anymore. You, I mean, you prefer other versions. Besides, all your versions are online now. <laughs> that's right. I read the Bible on computer, and it, it just I didn't need another Bible. All it would have been was a would was a burden. Yeah. So um, that's my well, two I think cents it's word. it's an anecdote that serves us well over time is that we do need to be careful that we don't burden people by passing belong, you know, sentimental yeah. belongings onto them. Um, so what do we plan to do with all our stuff? Keep it in storage until we build a lodge, I guess. Exactly. And we hope that will be a fairly short period of time. Certainly within a couple of years, we hope to have the lodge built. And, Sooner than that. And Amanda, you are, I, I My see eyes your are head getting, yeah. um, you shaking should, and saying, oh no, much faster than that. Much and faster. I, I would say within two years, we'll have the lodge built and we hope to no longer be using any storage off-site. And I'll share with my friends out there, I'm hoping to make it more like a year. Uh, you know, less time to have to pay for the storage facility. And really, there's some things I realized that got packed in there that clothing of mine. Uh-huh. I don't want to have to go for two years and not use that clothing. It'll be out of style. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll have to, uh, it wasn't supposed to be packed in the middle of all the, 
or underneath at the bottom of a big stack of boxes, but somehow but it is it, now. It's there now. <laughs> so I just want to go ahead and I wanted to build the lodge quickly anyway, but I really do now. <laughs> and I do as well. So for all kinds of reasons, we have a great deal of research to do uh, about issues of energy efficiency and comfort and so forth. Um, but I think we are ready to turn our attention to those issues and get them resolved so yeah. we can get started building. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And um, I won't mind our taking time to do that research, but I, do, I don't want us to just put this project on hold either. We need to kind of move, move forward because it'll be so nice to be able to entertain people there and show them hospitality and get our things out of storage. <laughs> and that, I guess, is the bottom line, although... I cannot tie my uh, spiritual gift to stuff. You sort of can. To you, there is a spiritual dimension to this of making people feel welcome, inviting people, and um, acting as a hostess. And you see the stuff as part of the process of doing that. Yeah, uh, adequate stuff. I actually... Ended up having to throw out a lot of stuff that was left over from our entertaining in our house. But, uh, but yeah, I think the stuff that's necessary to make people comfortable, those kinds of things I do want to, to have so that we can offer. Well, I guess we're out of time now, so we enjoyed being with you this week, and we look forward to catching up with you again next week. Have a good one. You've been listening to Long Leaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. We'd love to hear from you. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Our address is P.O. Box 780-446, Tallahassee, Alabama 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log, check in with Lee and Amanda, and talk with other listeners. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.